Today's daf is daf lag lamid gimel, page 33. And we pick up from Tonu Rabbonon, which is seven lines from the top of the page. All right, we got Tonu Rabbonon a little bit before the two dots. Seven lines from the top of lamid gimel, omod aleph. And we're continuing with the halachas of a hadas. Yesterday, at the end of daf lamid beiz, omod beiz, we discussed the Mishnah of a Hadas, which is Gozel and Yavesh, what happens, you know, similar Mishnah to what we had by a Lulav. But the unique halacha of a Hadas, besides for a Hadas being different than a Lulav, is that we said it needs to be, look like it's braided, right? Have three around. Um, this way it looks like it's, uh, it's totally covered. So based upon that need of a Hadas to be braided and to be Hadar, to be beautiful, we wrap up this particular topic with a short brisa, and here we go. Tanu Rabbanan, the rabbis learned so shui yavshu raiv alav. If most of the leaves on the stems of the hadas dried off and dried up and fell off, however, v'nisharu boy shloisha bade aleilachim. You still have enough that each one of the three stems has three leaves braiding it. Okay? Says the Brisa, kosher. It is still going to be kosher. But you need that the stems at least have three on it. There's a qualification to it being kosher, and that is the three leaves that look like they're braiding and going around the hadas need to be at the top. Because if there's no leaves at the top, imagine if you have leaves towards the bottom of your stem. And then when you look at the stem next to the lulav, there's no leaves. That's not nice. That's not nice. And what we're starting to, to realize, the pattern of the Dalit Minim are hider, beauty, is not only an extra, it's a necessity, okay? To what extent beauty is needed, we have discussions, okay? But everybody's in agreement. You need an element of hidur, of beauty, for it to be kosher, okay? Fine. Now to jump off of this idea, before we start the two dots, and I want us to keep something in mind, and I'm, I'm a little bit, you know, uh, I'm a little bit kicking myself that we didn't mention this mamish, the beginning of the parak, to keep in mind when we spoke about the lulav hagozel v'hayavish, right? Very, you know, it's well known that the lulav, the esrog, hadasim, and aravis, in addition to representing different elements of klal Yisrael, also represents the organs of a person. They're, the Dalad Minim represent us, represent who we are. And if you, see, if you just, like, it's, it's so powerful and beautiful as we read through these Gemaras of Lulav, can't be stolen, it can't be dried, it's got to be the Hadas, all that we're going to learn, there, there's, there's an integral necessity of Hidr more than we find by other mitzvahs, where it's an extra, because Lamaisa, this is who we are as Yidim. There's always Hidr, there's always hit, there's always beauty that's there in every yid. Okay? So we have the Lulav, we have the Hadas, and now we're going to continue on 
in the halachas of Adasim, we're now at the two dots, about, about uh, we'll call it 12 lines on the top of the page. Niktam Raisha. If the top of the Hadas is cut off, so says the Gemara. What is the halacha? We said in the Mishnah, cut off is possible. Zok the Gemara, Tani Ula Barchinina. Ula Barchinina taught us. Niktam Raisha. If the top of a Hadas is cut off, but also by tomorrow, but remember from the Mishnah, myrtle branches grow berries. What if a berry took its place at the tippy top? So it's cut off. Over the Misa, a berry's now closing off the top. So then, kosher. It's going to be okay. It's not considered like it's cut off because something else came in and took its place. By Rabbi Yirmiya. So Rabbi Yirmiya asked a Shiloh. Niktam Raishoy may Erev Yomtif, but also by tomorrow be Yomtif. Okay? Apparently, Rashi says, this is fascinating. Apparently, even after a Hadas is cut off the tree, if you put it in water, it has the ability to keep nutrition going and produce a berry, even once it's cut off. So Rabbi me asked the Shiloh. We're saying, Ula Barchenina says, if a berry popped up at the top of the Hadas, now it's not considered a cut Hadas and it's okay. What happens if the berry grew on Yom Tif itself? Beautiful Shaila. Mahu. What's the Allah? Now, wh- why is it a question? So the Shaila is, Yesh Dichoi Eitzel Mitzvah Eilat. We became familiar with this, very familiar with this in Psachim. And that is, once something is pushed off from a mitzvah, is it permanently pushed off from a mitzvah? Right? The most common situation is karbanas. Okay? Once a karban is not allowed, do you now bring it? So Rabir Shaila is, does that conversation of dichoi me'ikara have a dichoi? Once something is pushed off, it's permanently pushed off. How does that translate and does it translate to Hilchas Dalad Minim, particularly the Hadas. Okay, that's the Shiloh. Now the Gemara is going to try to understand the question. Says the Gemara, what's bothering Rabbi Yirmiya? Not what's, why is he curious about this? Lachora, it seems it's simple. Why? Rabbi Yirmiya is knowledgeable. Rabbi is a Godel. Why doesn't he answer his own question from the following Mishnah? Kisovin is Gale, the halacha is that on certain animals, when you shech them, you need to do kisoi hadam. Then you have to cover up the blood with dust, with dirt. Um, for example, chickens, as we know, eif, anything in the fowl category, F-O-W-L. And any wild kosher animal, for example, a buffalo, a deer, okay? It's considered a chaya, it's kosher, but it's considered a chaya. And there's a chiyav to cover the blood. What happens if you covered the blood, and then the wind, uh, I shouldn't say uh, what came, and then the blood got uncovered, do you need to recover it? So says the Mishnah, no. However, kisoa ruach, let's say the wind came and uncovered it, then chayav lechasis. You have to do it again. Okay? Why? Because it's, if the wind could simply go ahead and undo the, the covering, it must be, you never really covered it appropriately in the initially. 
This is when it was covered and the blood became uncovered. But let's say it was not uncovered again. Okay? So then, you don't have to cover it. And we said, one second, what does that mean? When the blood was covered and became uncovered, why do you have to cover it again? Once it's, uh, once you can, once the, 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 uh, the dirt blew off, so there's no more using it for a mitzvah. The Yomar of Papa, Zotomeret, what this means to say is, So, you have clear from a Mishnah, that when it comes to a mitzvah, when something is pushed off, it's not permanent, you can go back and reuse it. Rabbi Yirmiya should say, so too, in his, in his Shiloh, in Rabbi Yirmiya's question, when it comes to the berry growing on the hadas, Rabbi Yirmiya should say, of course it's okay. Because when it comes to mitzvahs, just because, uh, listen, when Yom Tov started, it was cut off, so what? Now it's not. So let it, so, so now use it for the mitzvah. The same way you could use the dirt that blew off for the mitzvah again. Says the Gemara, to answer, there are Papa Gufa Mibay. No. Rabbi Yirmiya knew this Mishnah very well. He knew this Mishnah of Kisei Adam. He was unsure how to understand this Mishnah of Kisui Adam. Why? Mifshe Pasha lay the Eim Dichoi Eitzel Mitzvahs. When Rav Papa says that Eim Dichoi Eitzel Mitzvahs, Lai Shanalan Lekula Blaishan Lechumra, doesn't mean anyway whether it's going to end up, whether Eim Dichoi is going to end up being a, a Chumra or whether Eim Dichoi is going to be a Kula, okay? Because over here, when you say Eim Dichoi by the Hadas and you allow the berry to be the top, it's going to be a lenient situation because something initially, the Hadas initially, when Yom Tov started, wasn't good, and now we're going to allow it. Aidoma, or maybe Safuke Misafkale. Maybe Rav Papa, you know, himself was unsure, and therefore he says, Lechumra Amrina, Lechulalai Amrina. Maybe he says only Lechumra when you had blood that was covered and then became uncovered. No, so I'm not sure whether you even need to recover it. Okay, so no. So, eh, fine. You recover it again. Okay? So you see that you go back to the mitzvah. The not pushing off the mitzvah of Kisei Adam, in essence, is being machmir on us. While over here, by the berry growing, allowing the berry to take its place on Yom Tif is going to be a kula. And Rabbi Yirmiya, Taka has a strong shayla. A strong shayla. He's unsure. It's very unclear from Rav Papa's statement in the Mishnah. It's very unclear whether the statement of is specific when we're going to end up being machmir, whether it even applies to Kula. Answer the Gemara, Taka, good to Kasha, Teku, we're unsure. The question stands, you're going to have to ask Aliyah Anavi when he comes, what the halacha is going to be when you have a myrtle branch, a hadas, that grows its berry on Yom Tif, whether it's kosher or not. If that ever happens to any of us, don't use it, unless, Halavai, Aliyah Anavi is already here. All right, here we go. Viter. Lema Kitanoi. Let's say this converse, this discussion about a hadas is a machlaikastanoi. How so? So let's read. Let's learn together. Ovar Vilakoton Pasu. Our Mishnah said. 
that if you have berries that grow on a hadas branch, it's okay, right? You could have berries that grow on a hadas branch as long as you have more leaves than berries. As long as there's more hadas leaves than you have berries, um, it's going to be kosher. What if there's more berries than the leaves? It's possible. <clears throat> Are you allowed to pluck off the berries on yomtif? No. You're not allowed to take the berries off on yomtif. That's tikkun. That's fixing. You're not allowed to do that on yomtif. This Mishnah, is, this Brisa, is going to discuss, okay, but what happens if somebody did an Avera? There were more berries than leaves. Puzzle. The guy notices the first night of sukkah, sitting in his sukkah, he's examining his Dalit Minim for tomorrow. He just spent $1,800 on his Esrit, $500 on his Dairy Lulav, $4 on his Mansi Adasim, his Mansi Arabas, yeah? And the Hadasim he had flown in from wherever, Italy, Chris. Okay. He's looking at this set that he just spent a few thousand dollars on and he's been showing off to his friends. Ooh, he's coming tomorrow morning to show Geshmak. I'm going to have the most Geshmak at Dalad Minam. I'm going to tell everybody what, how much this costs. And he sees there's more berries than Hadassim. Ooh, he's going to be embarrassed. His Yitzhahara takes hold of him. His Yitzhahara says, come on, Yanko. Yanko, you can't show up with more berries than leaves. You can't do that. <laughs> the whole item is going to laugh at you. You spent all this money and it's a whole puzzle set. What's your deal? Yitzhahara gets hold of him and before he knows it, Yankel has plucked off the berries so that he doesn't look like a fool the next day. Okay. Says the Brysa, puzzle, just because you plucked it off ain't going to do nothing. This is the opinion of Rebbe The Chom say, listen, you did not have but bottom line is your dasim are kosher. Now, Savrua, why are they arguing? Savrua, so we thought, we're, we're thinking that everybody agrees a lulav does not need eged, meaning the lulav, a lulav does not need to be tied together with the hadasim and aravas. Okay? Meaning, you take your lulav, you take hadasim, take your aravas, esrik does not tie it together, you're still going to get a mitzvah. All right, so let's, let's work off of that premise. Okay? Now, if you're going to say, even if you're going to say, that the Lulav, Hadassim, and Aravas need to be tied together, we're also going to say that the laws of Lulav are not learned out from the laws of Sukkot. By a Sukkot, we know you need to make it and it can't be pre-made. Right? You can't use your Sukkah from last year to this year. You have to put up your schach again. That is the halacha of sukkah. The question is, the question is, does tasev mina asoy apply to the dalad mina? Okay? Now, my love, so let's say this is the machlokas about when you pluck off the berries, whether it's going to be kosher or not. The one who holds that even when you pluck off the berries, it's still puzzle. It's because he says, It's already pushed off. Your hadas, 
once Yom Tov started, is nishta kosher hadas, and plucking off the berries ain't going to do nothing. Uman savar, and the chacham, who say, listen, you didn't have air, but it's going to be okay, they say, they say, no, there's no such thing as yesh dichoi, ain't dichoi, eitzel mitzvahs. All right. So what the Gemara just did, very simply, is we had a machloike as whether yesh dichoi, eitzel mitzvahs or not, and the Gemara over here is saying, that this machlaikas about the berries on the, um, on the branch, whether it's going to be what, that you pluck off on Yantif, whether it's kosher or puzzle, is not a machlaikas about tasif leimenosui. It's not a machlaikas about whether you need eged. Rather, the machlaikas is, mamish, what we're saying, whether yesh tichayitzimitzis or not. Okay, that's the assumption. And when you have an assumption in the Gemara, what happens? We blow it out of the water. Assumptions themselves are not good enough. And that's exactly what we're going to do over here. We're going to say, no, wrong assumption. Don't, don't assume everybody agrees that, uh, that uh, a lulav doesn't need aged, and don't assume that a lulav doesn't need tasev also. It is going to be a problem by lulav. Let's read this inside. This is more light. Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe. Everybody agrees. There's no dichoy. Um, and maybe the Machlech Yistake is about whether there's Tasev Leimin Asoy by the Dalit Minim the same as it is by Sukkah the first Tana Rebbe Yezer holds that we learn out Lula from Sukkah so it can't be pre-made it needs to be made now and therefore if you pluck off the berries on Yom Tif, it's an issue of Tasev Leimin Asoy because when Yom Tif started it was Tasev I'm sorry it was Asoy it was already, it, it, it was what it was. And now you're going ahead and, and uh, changing it around once Yom Tov starts. You can't do that. At the time that the, that the Lulav, Hadassim, and Aravis were put together, you, it, it was puzzle, and they were plugging off the berries are not going to help. Omar Sabah, Le'ofi, and Lulav, and Sukkah, going to say, no, Tassel of Nasser is strictly by Sukkah. There's no problem by Dalad Minim, and therefore it's going to be okay. Viva, you say, or you could say, Isfir, Le'ofi, and Sukkah, Dekuli, Ami, Afi, and Lulav, Sukkah, Maybe the taka, maybe there's taka an agreement about dichoy meikara. Maybe there's taka an agreement about yafin on lulav mitzuka, right? That that tasev leim is going to be a problem. And the machlekes is is what we originally took on as a premise uh, that we don't learn out lulav from sukkah. No, maybe we do learn out lulav from sukkah. I'm sorry. The machlekes over here is whether lulav needs eged. We've looked at Dani tonight. And the machlekas is the same machlekas that we find elsewhere, the Tanya, in the following b'risa, lulav bein agur bezhein agur kosher. Whether the lulav is tied together with the, with the hadasim and aravis, it is going to be kosher. All you need to do is pick up your lulav, pick up your hadasim, pick up your aravis, pick up your esrug. Nothing needs to be tied together. It's okay. That is the Tanakama. Rebutah, Rebuta says, no. All good, if it's tied together, kosher. Sheina all good, puzzle. My time, Rebuta. What's the reason for Rabbi Yehuda? He learns out from the bundle of hyssop. Yeah, we're going back to the bundle of hyssop that we've learned out from many times, right? We know that um, the night of Makas Bechiris, when the Malach Hamobes was going around Mitzrayim, or we'll call it the Rabbeinu Shalalim as well, the whole conversation, right? Whether it was Akkadish Baruch, we say it by the Pesach Seder, it's Right, But then, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "I didn't give permission to the destroyer, to the mashchis, to take you down." So what was it? Was it Hakadosh Baruch Hu who went around and took down the mitzrim, 
or is it the Malach HaMavis? It seems, it seems to be a stira, contradiction. Many, many different answers uh, how to respond to that. One interesting one, it's not the, it's not the main answer, but an interesting one that, that I came across is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, we know that every, the oldest in every home died during Makas Bacharis. The oldest person. So you can have the youngest child in a family of 25 kids that happened to be visiting his friend who was younger than him and is the oldest in that home, he got killed. In addition to that, we know the Gemara tells us that the Mitzrim were steeped in immorality. Nine-tenths of immorality in the world were sucked in in Mitzrayim. So really, the most confusing day in Mitzrayim was Father's Day. It was a confusing day. Nobody knew who their father was. So there were many, there were, the, everybody knows who the firstborn of a mother is. Because the firstborn comes from the body of the mother. Okay, fine. But the firstborn of the father, there was never a way to know Clark. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself took care of all the other eldest and firstborns that were confusing, you know, so to speak. And the Malach HaMavez took care of the uh, firstborn of the mothers, what we know as the classic Bukhar. Okay, but be it as it may, how did Klai Yisrael protect themselves? Alish Baruch Hu says, put blood on your doorposts and the Mashkis won't have permission to go in. How did we put blood on our doorposts? We were supposed to take a bundle of hyssop, dip it into the blood of the Kabra Pesach and wipe it on the doorposts. Now, the bundle of hyssop was a bundle. So Zok the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda says you need the lulav, Hadassim and Aravas to be tied. Why? He learns out, Lekicha, Lekicha, he learns out the bundle of lulav, Hadassim and Aravas, from the Lekicha, the taking in Mitzrayim. Ksiv hacha, it says by lulav, you should take yourself on the first day, Ksiv hacha, and it says in Mitzrayim, you should take a bundle of hyssop, just like your bundle of hyssop means tied together, Supposed to take that bundle and dip it into the blood and onto your doorpost, Afkan Aguda. So too, the Lulavs, Adas Menaravas, need to be bound together. Rabbana less Lulukicha Lukicha. The Rabbana never had that Xerashava of Lukicha Lukicha. And therefore, we have a Machlaikas. Period. End of story. But let's focus on why we even brought this down. Not only because this Machlaikas is interesting, but because we took as a premise that the Machlaikas, Rabbalazar, Rabbalazar, and the Chachamim was whether Yesh Dichoy Eitzel Mitzvahs or not. And now in this Ibayasema, we're saying no, that perhaps that's nothing to do with the Machlaikas when the berry grows back, whether it's okay. The Machlaikas is, is uh, completely different, and um, it's actually uh, um, really, according to this Ibayasema, everybody will agree, Lulav Tzarech Egen, right? Everybody will also agree that you that it can't be ta- that it needs to be It needs to be fresh made, and the machlekes, however, is whether you need uh, the lulav to be tied with the adasim and the aravas. But as nothing to do with the ishdiho yitzomitzas or not. Okay, period. We're done with that. Done with that. We're almost at the two dots, but we're done with that particular conversation for now. Okay. Says the Gemara. Second wide line, 
five lines to the bottom of the page. Mantona lahod the Tony Who authored the following brisa? Lulav mitzvah laigne. A lulav. It is a mitzvah to tie it. Now again, remember, very often in Shas, when we find the word mitzvah, it doesn't mean you have to. It means, and this is a beautiful message, it means how to do it right. When it says mitzvah la'aydai, it means if you want to do it the way the Rabbani Shalom wants you to do it, tie it. That's the mitzvah to do it. But it seems, from the, when you find the word mitzvah, interestingly, it means it's not ma'akid. So lulav, it's a mitzvah to tie it with dasman That's what you're supposed to do. Then If you didn't, okay, it's not ma'akid. You still got your mitzvah. If you picked up your lulav, adas, picked up your lulav in one hand, hadasam aravas and esrog in the other hand, you're holding it, now you got it, duh, but it's not tied, beauty. It's okay. Money. Who is that? If it's a Yehuda who holds that you need it to be tied, it ain't going to work. It's not kosher if it's not tied together. So it's not him. And if it's the Rabbanon who said you don't need it to be bound together, my mitzvah kavid. Where do you even find that it's a gutazach to do? All the Rabbanon said is, you don't have to. Why are you saying it's a mitzvah? There's no source for that. Right? Again, let's remind ourselves. What was Rabbi Yehuda's source that it needs to be bound? Agudas Azov in Mitzrayim. The same way over there it's bound, this is bound. The Rabbanan did not agree with that Gzair Shava. So, if you don't agree with the Shava, why would it be a good thing to tie it together? Shaykhis. There's no Gzair Shava. Like, well, where are you even coming from? Yeah? Sigmara so says, no. La'ilam Rabban. The Rabbanon are the ones who say, you don't have to, but it's a good tazach. Why is it a good tazach? Okay? Because it makes the mitzvah beautiful. Makes the mitzvah beautiful. The same way HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we said previously, took us through Mitzrayim in first class fashion. So too, when a yid does a mitzvah, you do the mitzvah right. You do it in first class fashion. And since, say the Rabbanon, you don't have to, but it's more beautiful to do it like that, go do it. Period. All right. Vait, two dots. Three lines from the bottom. The Mishnah had said, If the top of the Hadas is cut off, it's puzzle. We said, unless a berry grows back, right? And now we all said, what's another case where it's puzzle if there's more berries than leaves? Omar of Chista. The following was taught by our Rabbi. And Baruch Hu is at his side. It's only a problem when you have more berries than leaves, when all the berries are like clustered. However, if the berries are in multiple places and they're not clustered together, kosher. It's going to be kosher. 
Okay. What was the issue of more berries? What was the issue? We're going to assume right now it was hither. He says, listen, if it's spread out, it's okay. Amalei Rava. So Rava said to Rav Chista, top of Amad Beis, if it's in two or three places, it's an even bigger problem because it looks even more disgusting. You got these berries spread out across your Hadassim now. You got a bigger problem. Why is it lesser problem? There's less hither. There's less beauty. Okay? Now, if you look at the top line of Rashi, very interesting why, I don't know why, I find a little bit of a theme for us when we turn to Ahmed Bey's, we see the top of Rashi. Um, but Rashi says, Menumaru puzzle, he says, When it's spread out, it's, it's even less hither. These berries were black. The leaves are green. Menumar Tatsh Belaz. It's 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 kind of like it's 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 more noticeable. It's more noticeable when it's if it's all clustered in one place. Okay, fine, no, but you find these black berries amongst the green leaves all over. It even like it doesn't even look like a hadas, and it's less hither. The Gemara says you're right. The Mish says like this. If there's more berries than leaves, puzzle. The statement is like this. You know when more berries than leaves is a problem? Only when the berries are black. However, if you have more green berries than you have green leaves, that's okay. Because it still has hither. It doesn't look off. The whole issue of berries, keep in mind, is not the berry. It's the lack of beauty. And if, there, if everything's green, it's not going to ruin the beauty. And it's going to be okay. Amar of Papa, Damian. Red berries are a problem like blackberries. The Amar of Hanina. Haidam Shachor Adamhu Ella Shalaka. You should know, and we know this when it comes to Hilchas Nida, that if there's any sort of reddish stain or reddish coloring, or any sort of black, black is red. Red becomes black as it dries up. And therefore, the same way black berries are a problem on a hadas, this is, this is a metzias of the coloring. It's not just when it comes to dam, when it comes to blood. The same way black, if you have red berries, that is kind of like a black berry that's fresh. And therefore, it's going to be puzzle if there's more red berries than green leaves on the hadas. However, the berries weren't the problem. What was the problem? The beauty. So, Viter in the Gemara. The Gemara says, All you got to do is take the berries off. They're not lacking beauty anymore. Because the berries weren't the problem. The beauty was the problem. Take the berries off. You're cool. Zog the Gemara. One second. When did these berries come off? When did the berries come off? Let's get into this conversation that we started in Ahmed Aleph. If you took off the berries before you tied it with the lulav and the aravas, pshita, of course it should be okay. Right? Because when you connected it with the lulav and the adasim, with the lulav and the aravas, there weren't more berries than leaves. So why should it be an issue? El-Labasud like that. So if it's a chiddish, it must be 
that you have your lulav, your aravas, and your hadasim tied together. You notice on your hadasim that there's blackberries, so you pluck them off. One second. Let's go back to our conversation on Karu. At the time that I put the hadasim and tied them to the lulav and aravas, it's already a problem. It's dichui meikara. Tifshut mina. Why not prove from this mishnah? Dichui meikara. Lo have a dichui. Once something's pushed off for a mitzvah, it's not permanently pushed off because we're allowing. The mishnah says, "Oh, we need to be dealing with a post facto case." And if we need to be, or else not a chiddush. So if we're dealing with a post facto case, and you can still pluck off the berries, you see, dichui meikara. Lo have a dichui. No, take it easy. No, no, no. They're tied together. However, the Tana doesn't necessarily agree with Rabbi Uda that it needs to be tied. He says, listen, it's just as mana. When you tie it together, all you're saying is, I'm now choosing this particular lulav, this particular arovas, this particular hadas for my mitzvah. And just setting something aside for a mitzvah is lav klomi. That's not enough to, uh, to establish it like, oh, my mitzvah has now started. No, your mitzvah has not started. The mitzvah doesn't start until you actually start shaking it for the mitzvah. Just because you tied it together. All right, that's, that's preparation. It's preparation. It's hasmona. You're sending it an invitation of Mr. Hadas and Mrs. Hadas and the child Hadas, the three of you, Kimarain. Come join our lulav. But just because it's tied together did not make you start the mitzvah. And therefore, even if you're allowed to pluck off the berries, once it's tied, is not a proof that dichui meikara loy have a dichui. Period. Next two dots. The Mishnah had said, if there's more berries than leaves, it's a problem. But you could pluck off the berries. However, ve'in mematim biyamtim. You cannot pluck off the berries on Yomtev. Says the Gemara. Ha'ovar velakoton mai. Also, we had this, right? We had this conversation in the Brisa quoted in Amar Aleph. What happens if a person did Naver and they took off the berries, this guy takes off the berries on Yomtev. What's the halacha? Kosher. You did Naver, but the hadas is still kosher. Okay. Now, the ashkor emas. Remember, what type of berries are okay? Green ones. Green ones are always okay. If you have more green berries than green leaves, we established it's okay. So if we're dealing with berries on yomtiv that you're not allowed to pluck off, we're dealing with blackberries. If you pluck off a green berry, there's no problem. Because it's not tikkun. You're not fixing the hadas. The hadas is already okay. So you're only taking off black berries. Says the Gemara, when did the berries become black? If the berries were black before Yomtif yesterday, so I'll say, listen, the whole Hadas, once Yomtev started, was not fit. Okay? And interestingly, what we're saying is, 
if you pluck off the blackberries from a branch that wasn't fit, it's okay. It's kosher. Tifshim mina, so why not prove from here? Dichu meikara layavadichu. Elalav. Since we're not using this as a proof, the ashkor biyamtiv. What are you going to say? That it became black on yamtiv, so it wasn't dichu meikara. Niravinitchu. Okay. So then we have a story where a hadas was okay when Yamtiv started and then went off the derech. It became black. Yeah? Became black once Yamtiv started. So Shamas Mina, we should bring a proof from here. That if you have a branch that was green berries and fit when Yamtiv started and then it became black on Yamtiv, so now it's not fit. And you could block it off. And it's, even though you didn't have era, it's kosher. You see that nira, when it's fit, v'nitcha, and then pushed away, black. Chayzer v'nira, can now become kosher again. And that's a major chiddush. Right? That'll be a big chiddush. Because not only do you see, what to bring a raya, only that we're, what, the, what we're trying to prove, which is, oh, once something's pushed off, is it pushed off permanently? You see from here, not only is it not pushed off permanently, it even re itself. Says the Gemara, <laughs> no, that's not the case. The case is not where it started out green, became black on Yom Div, and now you're plucking it up. No. We're dealing with a case where it was black berries when Yom Div started. I, one second. What did we say? So learn out from here that because you're saying it's going to be okay. No. He says, you know something? He says, you can take a learn from our Mishnah that once something becomes puzzle, blackberries, if you pluck it off, it's kosher. That taka would be a raya. But, that, the, that extent of the Chiddush would not be true. That would not be true. Now, um, well, you need to learn out from here. And it's not clear as to why. It's not clear as to why why we're not going to such an extent. But the Gemara ultimately is in agreement that when you have a hadas that was not kosher when Yom Tif started, you can, you can make it kosher. That far we've gotten. Okay? Now... To say that something that was okay then became not okay and re-okayed, you have no proof from here. Why not? So actually, it's quite straightforward because that's not our case anymore. You can only say this Mishra is a proof of Nira Venitcha, Chayzer Venira, if it started out as green berries, became black, and now you're plucking it off and kashering it again. But since we're establishing that that's not the case, the case is where it was black originally, so it was never near it, and you can't bring a proof to that, period. End of the Gemara. The bottom line is, let's keep an overview of why we even got into this conversation. And that is, earlier on, we had a boy, Rebirmia. We had a Shaila from Rebirmia, right? And his Shaila was whether dichoi me'ikara have a dichoi when it comes to a mitzvah. 
Over here you see, no. It's not pushed off when it comes to a mitzvah. You can actually keep when it comes to a mitzvah. It could, it could, uh, it's, um, you could still use it. Okay, beautiful. The rabbis learned that's why the rabbis to take off the berries. says you can. Why are you allowed to pluck off berries? You're kashering it. You're kashering the the hadasim, and you're making something fit on yontif. I'm Ravashi. It's not fixing because your das was to eat the berries. They're kosher berries. Gavaldix. I'm not taking it off to fix the hadas. You know why I took it off? For dessert, first night sukkis. I had some extra guests. I didn't have enough ice cream, so I looked at my hadasim. I'm like, oh, delicious berries, oh, blackberries. Yeah, let me go ahead and serve that. All right. So since my intention is not to fix the hadasim, it's fine. And since davershim miskaven, even though it's a psikresha, right? You're gonna say, ah, you know, it's for sure gonna happen. No. Since not my intent, it's okay. How can you separate Dabrashin Miskavin? The mice, it's a psikration. Psikration means you're going to chop off the head of a chicken and say, oh, my intent was to eat chicken. My intent was not to kill the chicken. I just wanted to eat. Of course, if you know it's going to happen, it's a psikration, right? It's going to happen. No, because there were other Aishanas, and therefore he didn't necessarily need to use this, and therefore Dabrashin Miskavin. It was not his intent. Since it was not his intent. And there's no psik because you didn't need this for your mitzvah. It's going to be okay post facto to use it for your mitzvah. Tan Rabban the rabbis don't so sweet. Let's get to the Mishnah over here and then we will hold it. Tan Rabban the rabbis don't so sweet. If a person tied the lulub adasman aravis and then not opened up on yomtif, you should tie it um, with a very simple... Uh, you, you just go around it in a circle, but don't make a knot. You're not allowed to make a knot. Um, why not? Why make a standard bow? You can make a bow that's easy to open on Yamtif. Rebuta holds that, that a, a bow is too strong of a knot. You're not allowed to make that on Yamtif. And therefore he says, you know, just go just take a, a strand and tuck it in. It says, if it's Rabbi Yehuda, said, how can you just make a simple go-around with a tuck-in? He holds you mamish, it's, it's ma'akev. You need it to be tied together, mamish. He agrees with Rabbi Yehuda that you shouldn't make a bow and you should just go around. However, he disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda and he says that you don't really need an eged and therefore if your bow on the lulav adas and rabbis comes open, it would be enough to go around and tuck it in. But keep in mind, according to Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, that lulav tzarech eged, you wouldn't, if, you, if it opens, you have trouble. Because it, you can't just go around it and not make a knot. Because if you're not making a knot, it's not tied. And according to him, it's makif. So according to Rabbi Hood, you can have tzaras. If you're not, uh, not open. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Bez Jim will pick up from here. Tomorrow evening, we'll pick up from the Mishnah. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.